everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And today is very exciting. We are here to celebrate the birthday of one of our favorite series on Hallmark Channel. We're talking about the Postables, the Science Hill Delivered five-year anniversary since it was on air. This is pretty fun. This is an extra podcast that we're doing. And I have two special guests. I'm Rachel and I have Casey's here. Thanks so much for having me. I am so, so, so excited right now. Yeah, you're a huge Postables fan, right? I know I am. I am a huge baby Postables fan because I've only been a Postables for like a year. Ah, so you're pretty new to the franchise. Yeah, I mean, I am. I technically am as well. The first one that I actually saw was To Higher Ground was the first one. And then I had to go back and watch the rest. So <laughs> I kind of did it in a weird way. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> but then we also have a huge Postables fan here. We have Jessica Bossi is here to join us on this special podcast. Thanks so much, Jessica. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. So you've been a, po- a Postable for a long time? Uh, no, actually, I think I've been a postal for less than both of you guys. It's probably oh. months that I stumbled upon the series and just immediately fell in love with it. So we're all a bunch of greenies. This oh, is wow. <laughs> there you go. It's good. So, so Jessica, I'm just I'm just curious. Did you find it because of Hallmark, like all the tweets on Hallmark, or did you just stumble upon it online, or how did you find? Sign still delivered. Um, so I have Hallmark movies now, and um, I had seen like all the the movies kind of appearing throughout the, my time watching you know other stuff on that website. Um, and I never really gave it another like a second thought. I was like, oh, that that sounds kind of weird. Sign still delivered, whatever. And I would just watch whatever else I was watching. And then one day I was just really bored and like, you know what? Let's, let's just try this and, and see what it is. And it was just, yeah, it just happened. It just snowballed from there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. means postables listening, your tweet your tweeting and the Twitter and the you know, prayers and everything is working <laughs> because Jessica found you guys through Hallmark movies now and they've been so awesome. Yeah, I mean, it all started for me 2017 because I was determined to watch every single movie. And so then I watched uh, two, I watched the one before it, which I forget the name, Home Again, watched Home Again, and then I watched uh, To the Altar. And it was, or vice versa, or something, some some variation on that. I watched both of those, and uh, and then uh, we did a Postables podcast, uh, and so then I had to watch everything up until that. So yeah, it's a really great show. It has a ton of heart, and I think it manages to tell stories of faith uh, in the right ways, which is very hard to do and very rare these days. So I give it a ton of props for that. And it just does a great job with the storytelling. The writing is very good. Yeah, I completely, completely agree. Um, so I, I found the postables because I would see it on Twitter and I was heartbroken from uh, Mountain Jack dying and I needed something <laughs> to watch. And um, what really captured me was the fact that it was, it had a lot of faith but it wasn't preachy you know mm-hmm. so um there was a lot of great you know elements of truth and happiness and all that so 
Yeah. That's -hmm. what captured me about that show. It it really is. It's really good that way. And so, yeah, it's five-year anniversary. And so, Jessica, why don't you tell everybody what you have planned uh, this little giveaway that you are kind enough to be doing uh, for for the Postables. Yeah. Um, So I've been doing basically a line of paintings um, that are kind of themed with different things from the series. And so I had an inquiry on Facebook as to if I would be interested in selling some of them. And I kind of looked into that idea. I'm like, no, I don't really want to do that. And so I decided to, instead of just having this pile of paintings, uh, you know, sitting around in my place, I could do a free giveaway of some of them. And that would be a way to share it with um, other people and just kind of bring us more closer together. And so, yeah, I'm planning on doing a giveaway that'll happen on the 28th. And then the week leading up to that, I'm going to be posting like a daily video with just some topic of things that we all appreciate about the series to kind of continue to get us to talk about those things and have those conversations. That's really cool. Do you have a YouTube channel or, or I don't. Mm-hmm. No, just just Twitter and Facebook. Okay. Mostly. So you'll be posting the videos on, uh, on Twitter or your social media, basically. Yes, and hopefully the the Twitter one that I post this this week will go a lot better than the one I did last Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it's what? a learning experience. We're still learning. Yeah. Uh, how to podcast. So. <laughs> don't <worry about> that. <laughs> So what we thought would be really fun is we would each give our top five favorite uh, postables episodes. And I know that (laughs) this could be highly contentious because everybody has their favorites, but I think we all enjoy all the episodes for the most part. Was that, is that a true statement? Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. So just give us your list of your top five along uh, in the comment section or on Twitter. We'd love to hear. That'll be really fun. And uh, so I'm excited for this. This can be good. This was tough. It was really tough to narrow down uh, between these, all these good episodes slash movies. Mm-hmm. So let's dive in. My number five is to whom it may concern and this one i think does a really good job with this girl looking for the soldier who saved her life and then this soldier feels like he didn't do enough he feels like he abandoned the people and uh he has all of this guilt and ptsd and everything and uh, he's just devastated for everybody that he couldn't save and he feels like by saving them he made them a target uh to get hurt and persecuted and uh, it's and they she ended up the girl ends up getting adopted and uh she's speaking her graduation and i thought that all of that just really worked and was really moving and when he's actually there at the graduation that was really moving and uh, so that one's my number five yeah that one's a really good one that one uh, okay i'll probably say this at every single <laughs> <laughs> I was sobbing. Yeah. It was ridiculous. My husband walked out and was like, What is wrong with you? And I'm like, It's just, it's so beautiful. This guy da, 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 he met her and then they, they reunited. And I was like crying. And he was like, You're 
absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, you just need to watch it. <laughs> yes, it's like, this is getting out of control. No more homework for you. <laughs> I know. And that was like, what, the third? The third up? Uh, it's early on, yeah. It's very early very on. Early. I mean, this was early on in the binge watching, so. Right. Man, yeah. little did he know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Yeah. Uh, is is that one uh that jessica that you have on your list or what do you think of it i i don't have that one on my list um but yeah that one was definitely a big emotionally moving one with the the kind of background storyline for mm -hmm. sure yeah so jessica what's your number five um i put the impossible dream um i really loved how they kind of continued um the story of Randolyn and the daughter and grandfather and how that kind of continued throughout the series a little bit and kind of seeing that get realized and, and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Eric Mabius, when I talked to him, he said he felt like this was his, uh, his uh, Jimmy Stewart, Mr. Smith goes to Washington kind of moment <laughs> in his career, which I thought was interesting that <laughs> he said that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it was a little dry for me. I have to admit the first time I watched it, I got a, a little bit bored, but, uh, but it still has a huge heart and uh, it's a, uh, it's still, you know, a good, good episode. Uh, yeah. yeah. What about you, Casey? You like that one? Yeah. Yeah. I did like it. Um, the first time I watched it, I was kind of like, I felt like a squirrel just because it was past and then present and then past again. Um, but then when I watched it a second time, that's when I cried. And, <laughs> um, but I, I really did appreciate, you know, just like, you know, it was different just how they, they um, told the story. It wasn't the same, same old or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like the, I love the pageant. I thought that was so fun, and I just loved Rita in her pageantry dresses, and um, I think it's super, super fun and exciting, and might be a little spoiler here, but um, there might be a little something that has to do with a, a girl in her pageantry dress on a t-shirt or yeah. something on the website. I'm so excited. Do you know what, when are we get, when are we going to re reveal that? Do we decide? Uh, we could just reveal it right now. Yeah. So my <laughs> friend Joan at Bitsy Creations, I'll put her information in the description. She's amazing. And she designed a little Rita uh, in her pageant dress, Miss Special Delivery uh, icon, whatever, mo uh, logo that's going to be on the t-shirts that you can order and it's pretty adorable you guys it is so cute it is the most precious thing ever yeah. if it doesn't win of the other uh, possible merch i will be devastated because <laughs> i it is it is my artistic vision of course fulfilled through somebody with actual artistic talent so it's very exciting very exciting <laughs> but Casey what is your number five so my number five is truth be told and mm. that is the line where Oliver finds out that his father is not really his biological dad and I the way that everything came together in that movie 
um, just with Gregory Harrison and Eric Navius and their interaction and how Oliver was just so hardened towards his dad. Um, I don't know. It just, it just spoke a lot with me. Now I have a great relationship with my dad and I think maybe that's why, um, just because I can't imagine not having a great relationship with him. Um, Mm -hmm. I also really appreciated, um, you know, just seeing Oliver's growth. And I think that was a very pivotal moment for that character, um, in, you know, just, just his personal development. Um, you know, he came, he, he started off as a really like, straight and narrow, you know, can't bend the rules, very man of faith guy in the very beginning. And then, you know, with his wife, Holly, and then, you know, falling in love with Shane and then his dad and everything. It just, um, I just really like that arc. So mm-hmm. that's why that made number five. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Because uh, it's nice to see, because Oliver gets more and more sort of vulnerable as the series has gone on, which I really like. It, it's he's, he starts out just being Mr. Business, kind of uh, mm-hmm. a, a sweet example, of Mr. Business. But I don't know, he just gets softer and softer throughout the whole series, which is really fun. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I really struggled my middle three of where to place them because I like them all for different reasons. So it's really hard. Um, But I finally went with for number four, I have to the altar, science alert to the altar, which is really weird because I had, it is my number one non Christmas movie of the whole year. It might've been my favorite movie period of last year it was so good so i don't know the other three i really really like like i said for different reasons uh this i uh, was just such a great wedding movie i mean normally i do not like wedding movies because i hate bridezillas i don't have any tolerance for bridezillas and this of course rita is not going to be a bridezilla but <laughs> i know dear sweet rita <laughs> i know and it was so cute though like i love when they're off when uh norman and and uh oliver are talking about going to the movies that whole thing was so cute and <laughs> Uh, yeah, all the wedding plans were really cute. I, the only thing I could have maybe done without is is a uh, is Carol Burnett talking about the savages was a little uh, could have been a, it's a little not politically correct for my taste, but uh, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, and I I just the whole thing with Oliver and Shane and the green tie was the best, and the wedding was great, and I. I thought for sure, I say, I really thought for sure they weren't going to do anymore because that whole, the whole part about the, the wedding, like where all of a sudden you kept seeing all these cameos from people mm-hmm. that had been in other episodes. And then they end with not only the proposal, which was great, but also them like toasting. It just felt so, such a conclusion to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm delighted to be wrong there but uh it was just a really satisfying really sweet episode slash movie and uh so yeah i have it at number four 
Yeah, I really liked to the altar too. I didn't have it on my list, but I think mm-hmm. the reason I appreciate it is is different than what most people like about it. Because I think a lot of people really love the proposal and the wedding, but mm-hmm. the thing I really loved about it was how they dealt with mental illness and how they really mm-hmm. brought that to the forefront. Because you know it's really something that we don't mm-hmm. talk about a lot, and it's something that's you know kind of close to my own heart. It's uh, I have a lot of people in my life who deal with it, including myself, yeah. and so um, I really loved how they treated it. That's true. That's my favorite part about it. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, yeah, the case was really, really sweet as well uh, between this mother and this daughter, uh, where she had felt she wasn't adequate in to be in a part of her daughter's life, and uh, that was that was very touching. And and yeah, when Rita's telling her, you know, it's not too late. As long mm-hmm. as she's alive, it's not too late. That was very moving. Mm-hmm. It was great. It, I I completely agree. Uh, and with with you on that oh, I'm, I'm surprised i thought for sure that would make everybody's list interesting yeah <laughs> i'm gonna save my comments oh <laughs> all right okay well jessica what's your number four i play uh, from the heart i i just loved how they they kind of showed uh, the um the whole dinner date thing and how awkward it was and it just really kind of showed a lot about the characters and how how much they still needed to develop and connect with one another and I don't know I just found it really interesting and really liked it <laughs> hmm. yeah. yeah I mean it's a good one the, the 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 side relationship between the the two the two teenagers or I mean I guess they were like 20s or whatever young, young adults wasn't wasn't my favorite but it was cute enough i guess but uh but yeah I mean, it was it was a it was a well it was well written the way it kept flipping back and forth and the tension kept rising you know and then of course the dancing is always a big thing mm-hmm. between shane and oliver so that's fun yeah yeah that one um the yeah, the 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 letter story i thought was pretty cute because you know they're kids i was not expecting for the for Ryan to um, hit the guy drunk driving and killing off the homeless guy, I did not expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because I was just so invested in everything else going on. Uh, and then there was a really funny moment in that movie that just makes me giggle every single time. It's when they're dumpster diving for the box that has the Valentine, and uh, Norman finds these like doll hands. First of all where did those come from? And then he's like playing with them. <laughs> it just makes me laugh so hard because it's such a Norman thing to do. Um, yeah. But I, I, I did love, you know, how that, how that movie ended. I thought it was very sweet. Yeah. I do like Norman with all of his million cousins and his, like it, it, his, his stories just continue to grow and grow has been kind of fun. <laughs> just <Yeah. laughs> uh very good all right casey what's your number four my number four is the christmas movie ah so uh, first of all i i love christmas i also love that this movie was very um it was very faith-based without being preachy. I think it was the most faith-based. I mean, it's Christmas. Um, but it was the most faith-based movie in the Fine Field Delivered franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they did it very, very well. Um, I like how they included the nativity. I like how there was kind of the 
divine intervention angel character um that made it a little more whimsical and it it's just it's such a great christmas movie i I think it's definitely one of the best um christmas movies out there and it's for anybody who you know is of faith and maybe it you know you're you don't celebrate christmas but i I think it's very very well done Mm -hmm. very well written I agree. It's higher up on my list, so that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did it make your list, Jessica? Uh, no, it did not. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Your list. I love it. That's really good. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, my number three is Higher Ground. Uh, so I think this one really works. Uh, it's got the, I think it's probably my favorite case of any of the of any of the stories. I don't know. My second was was very high on that as well. But um, uh, but the Hurricane Katrina story, that love story, was so sweet and great, and really well done. Karen Holness is really wonderful. I think in and then Mo and that that whole storyline was really sweet, and I really enjoyed it. And of course, you've got uh, you've got first you have Norman and Rita with their potato baby, which was hilarious. <laughs> and <laughs> Charlene and the potato. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you have Shane leaving, and that like tension, which was really uh, you know, it was pretty pretty thick, pretty tense, and uh, you know, and then Norman proposing, which was just the cutest thing to ever exist. And then uh, I love just that whole scene at the end between Shane and Oliver when she makes him read all of her letters and you've got the yoo-hoo out and everything. <laughs> it's just really good. I love that whole scene. Uh, it's, it's very well acted, very well done. And uh, so, yeah, that's my third favorite. It would be interesting if that will make your guys' list. No comments. Uh. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> okay. All right. Jessica, what's your number three? Uh, mine is From Paris with Love. I, um, I think the Holly story is very interesting, and I really like that we finally get that kind of conclusion um, with Holly and just kind of seeing how Shane and Oliver kind of navigate that and how Shane is really there to support him with forgiveness, um, even though that's still kind of a hard part for her to do. I think, you know, wanting to be with Oliver, but still having to support him and him dealing with his relationship with his wife, I think is really interesting. Yeah. It's well done. I just, I just dislike her so much. And I know I shouldn't (laughs) because like she hasn't, I mean, whatever, she has to live her own path, but it just seems like, how could you leave Oliver like that? It's just so, I don't know. I just struggle with her very much. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah interesting that's you're in your top five huh Uh, (laughs) that movie so when i watched it i yeah i was the same i was like first of all first of all (laughs) anybody leave oliver let's 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 start there and then second of all what did he see like i'm just so baffled like what did he see in her i mean now we know that like he he thought she was good for him because she pushed him out of his comfort zone or whatever but i'm like 
wait, what? I don't know. It's just completely baffling to me. Um, so the, so the first round I watched, I did not have it. I was actually my least favorite and I posted that on Twitter and all the postables were like, what? <laughs> what did it make like higher than number 16? And I was like, I mean, everybody has the least favorite. Let's be real here. So, I mean, I, I watched it. I did watch it again and I was like, oh, I get it. Cause when I binge watch, I'm, I'm kind of like skim reading when I binge watch. I, I'm just watching for content. And then the second and third time around, I watch for con- like for depth. Yeah. And then the, the next time I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Still not in my top five, but I do appreciate this movie a whole lot more than I did when I watched it the first time. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's a, it's a turning point, and that's why I really enjoy it. Like, it's the turning point for them, and, like, yes. it starts a lot of stuff. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely be in my lower quadrant, but I don't hate it by any means. I don't hate any of the episodes. I mean, going out of my initial, I've only ever binge-watched it one time. I watched the whole series one time, uh, and The Impossible Dream was my least favorite. It was just boring to me, but I still liked it even though it's a little bit more. <laughs> but, hey, everybody's got to have something at the bottom, so calm down. It's all calm down. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. I wasn't offended. It was, just, yeah. it was just funny because I was like, oh, is there something more here? Like, what am I missing? And, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I, when I rewatched it, I definitely had a greater appreciation. It's definitely way higher now, too. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say yeah. it's in my bottom quadrant. I think it's like metal, mm-hmm. but still not top five. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, that's good. Okay. So my number two. Oh, is... did I get my number three? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, so Casey, <laughs> what is your? Uh, sorry, we talked so long about it. Uh, what is your number three? My number three is the treasure box. So this is the one where Shane and Oliver get stuck in the bank vault and they're reading Catherine and Jonathan's letters to each other. Um, I, I just, first of all, being locked in a bank vault and them thinking that they had like four hours to live before their air circulation cut off was super funny to me. Not because of that, but because it's something my <laughs> husband would say. <laughs> So in college, um, the elevators were just very sketchy. I don't really know why, but there have been several times where it stopped and both of us are very claustrophobic and we're like, okay, this is a very small elevator. If somebody doesn't get us out in like 1.76 hours, we're going to suffocate and die. Like, it's just, we're weird like that. So It just made me giggle how Oliver was like, yeah, we have four hours and 13 minutes. Exactly. (laughs) Because there are three of us breathing. So on a personal note, that just made me laugh because this is very much a me and my husband would have that same conversation. You're like, they're going to (laughs) die. Yeah. That's hilarious. (laughs) I love that. Um, And then I just thought that the letter reading to each other was so sweet. Um, and I, I really liked how the twist in the end was the fact that the, the recipient of the letters were not the letter writers. It was the great grandson, I think. And so I really liked that twist as well. And the fact that the couple was fighting and Oliver and Shane are like, hi, we have these letters 
and you think they you wrote them and the wife is like excuse me and then he realizes it's the you know the grandparents letters or whatever um and you know that's just some i wish i had letters from my grandparents to read to my husband i think it's just super adorable and i'm just sappy so there you go true like ever since ever since darcy first wrote that letter like way back ever since i just there's something really really romantic about about particularly a man writing a letter i it's really good yeah that's true uh very good all right well my number two is probably the darkest thing that Hallmark's ever done, uh, and I thought it was done so well. Is Dark of Night? I yes, I mm-hmm. think, and it might help that I interviewed both Lane Edwards and Kimberly Susted, talked to him about this, and she said Kimberly said in her interview that that like even the the guy who was the, the was like even just a little weird, she was sort of creeped out, and like it was like easier for her to get into character. <laughs> that was funny she's like i'll move over anyway <laughs> and you know and lane talked about just how it was his favorite thing he's ever done for hallmark and it's just such an emotional story about this uh, man who gets the letter finding out that and he he was so angry thought that his wife had cheated on him and uh, he finds out that she was actually raped and her like basically her bachelorette party kind of thing and uh, he she explains it all and he he finds out that his daughter has this uh disease needs a blood transfusion i believe or marrow mm-hmm. or something like that and uh needs a transplant has to come from uh you know blood relative and it could be this this man even though he's this horrible man and so he has to be able to forgive this horrible person and it's just really moving and uh they're raw and i think they do a very good job all the actors in it and uh it, there's also a tiny bit tiny little bit of redemption that even a horrible person can do somehow do something good for the daughter and, and so i i really think it's it's a wonderful it's, in my opinion it's might be martha williamson's best script that she's ever written yeah yeah so that's why i have number two yeah i agree that one had me slightly shook because you don't expect that kind of storyline in a hallmark movie or series but i mean it was really well done yeah Um, very impressed and it takes a lot of talent to tackle you know topics like you know rape or uh, mental illness or PTSD. And I, I think um, this series and Martha Williamson does a really good job just weaving the story without being overly crude or overly, um, you know, dark yeah. or anything. It's just fantastic. Yeah. He is still hopeful, but it was, mm-hmm. it was definitely, like we said, the darkest thing that mm-hmm. Hallmark's probably ever done. And it, but it was done very well. I, I think the Lane and Kimberly do a great job in the episode. Uh, all right, Jessica, what do you have at number two? I put Lost Without You. I really, really love the spiritual aspect of this one, especially uh, in kind of Shane's personal journey and um, Oliver's divine delivery theory. Um, 
I, I really like that aspect of this one a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what what happens in that one. That's the one where they go with the veteran. They go get the dog Sandy um, to, oh. to help kind of with his healing and PTSD and. Yeah. Norman eats all the hot sauce in oh. New Mexico, in <laughs> yeah. Nevada, New oh, yeah. Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is that what it was called? Lost without you? He, yeah, because they get lost to, in the woods. They go to New Mexico. So that's not for some reason. I was oh, where where uh, camping trip. Oliver and and uh, and his yes. dad get lost. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense given the title. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, that one is a good one. I kind of uh, forgot by that name, but you're right. That is that is a that is a good one. I like how our lists are pretty different. It's interesting. Yeah, because there's and not how, about- how many episodes. You think the three of us we'd have more? Yeah. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> yeah, and just throwing that out there, Jessica. How about that ending to that that movie? Like with the chapel scene and everything, and I, so it goes. Yeah, I um, I just. Actually posted on Twitter, someone I was commenting on someone's uh, their answer for that, and it was like I just love the part where she says like, "I was just so grateful," and I'm like, that's such a like really I don't know poignant line of mm-hmm. like she she wasn't waiting you know in the hospital like Dale was like in that by the room like she went to the chapel to like show her gratitude before even you know doing anything else, and I I think that was really really nicely mm-hmm. done yeah with the music kind of in the background mm-hmm. that we all love. Yeah. I know. Yeah. My favorite line in that scene is when Oliver says to Shane, "Thank you for saving my life," because it has mm-hmm. like a double meaning: mm-hmm. saving his life in the woods and saving his life from, like, I guess despair and loneliness. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that one had me like bawling my eyes out too. So. <laughs> That's really good. All right, yeah. Casey, what do you have at number two? So my number two is something that someone's already mentioned, <laughs> but um, and it is to the altar. Yeah, it's so good. So um, this was really hard, just because to the altar and my number one were so 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 good. Um, but I just I think that the whole storyline with you know, Annalise and Jessica, the wedding dress all the little cameos from everybody at the wedding, Rita and Norman and all their wedding shenanigans, um, Shane and Oliver taking the next step in the relationship. Everything was just done so well. Um, you, you know, you laughed, you cried. It was just everything. And um, I also thought that this was the last movie just because the ending Oliver does the final toast and he was the mm-hmm. one that started his, uh, his, his voice over um, started the pilot. So it was like very much a bookend. And then at the end, when they say to the postables, it's like also double meaning because they're the postables and then we're the postables. Um, and so <laughs> I, I thought, you know what? I would hate to see this series go, especially since I literally, just discovered it but that is a it's a great way to go like they ended on a high note um you knew that everybody would have their happy ending Mm -hmm. um and you know hey we could have fan fiction we could just read that if we want to know what happens (laughs) to shade and oliver (laughs) and read it norman and you know the rainbow babies but 
Um, I think it, it's just so well done. And I'm very, very, very excited that we are having at least one more movie, hopefully more. Um, so yeah, it's my ramble. It's a good one. It's a great one. A good pick. All right. Well, my number one is the Christmas movie. You know, I love Christmas. I love Christmas movies, obviously. I wouldn't have this podcast. Uh, and I think you could definitely make an argument that this is the best Christmas movie that Hallmark's ever done. Uh, it's it's definitely one of the best dramas, no question. And if you listen to the Merry Madness tournament that I did with Alonzo and, uh, and Emma... I basically soldiered this one through because neither of them had seen it. And I was like, no, it's so good. And it is like true to the true meaning of Christmas. I know we say that as a platitude a lot, but really about Christ and about forgiveness and about faith and how that helps you get through the tough times in life and, and how, how uh, the importance of, of, not just your your birth family but your uh your your friend families your your community families how they're able to support all of these people through this pageant and how it gets to the core of shane's childhood and her struggles uh and also the same with oliver i love the angel i think that's so well done uh and uh i, I love I even love that weird tree that they have. Like it's so <laughs> yeah. weird and I love it. And it's, it's just great. And so many of these movies are lovely and fun and fluffy and I enjoy them, but, but only a few of them really connect with the Christ story and with mm-hmm. the nativity in, and that's fine. And I understand why they do that. These are not, these are non-denominational uh, and I just think it's so hard to really do that and make it something that's compelling and, mm-hmm. like you said, not preachy. In my opinion, at least, I don't know. I just love it. I think it's so well done. And uh, it's just nice that we have one Christmas movie from Hallmark that I think gets the true religious side of the holiday right and that uh that also is i think uh something that's palatable for anybody to watch somehow they walk that line that's very difficult to do and so it's great and it's my favorite yeah uh but jessica what about you what's your number one um my number one is higher ground Mm, yeah it's so good me yeah. too <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just i love the backstory i love gabe and hattie and just the way their characters are written which is interesting because a lot of times when i'm like watching a series i'm more like intrigued by the main character's development but in this movie i felt like i just really was really interested in that storyline with the, the you know hurricane katrina and them getting separated and of course we all love kevmo and his music and it's it's just got a lot of great stuff in it yeah yeah, for sure. And so it's your favorite too, Casey, huh? It is. It is. I think a part of the reason why it's in my top number one um, is that I, so I live in in Florida and we get hurricanes all the time. Um, and I remember Hurricane Katrina very vividly. Uh, we were, we were getting the effects of Katrina over even, you know, even here in Florida, because it was just a monster of a storm. And I, I just remember um, you know, people evacuating, people losing their homes, um, people coming into, you know, 
Florida and Alabama and Mississippi just, you know, trying to, you know, get away from that storm. It was just such an impactful time in my life, just because, I mean, you know, I was in high school and we never, I had never experienced a hurricane like that. Um, and, you know, it just really, that storyline just struck home with me because, I mean, people are still rebuilding and it's been how many years um, since then too. So the storyline with Gabe and Hattie was just very moving to me. I also really, I just loved um, Rita and Norman and how they were also taking the next step in their relationship. I thought the engagement was so precious and so cute. Um, I, I liked that Shane had to leave for three months. I think it forced, you know, Oliver and Shane both to really think about their relationship and their, you know, where, where is that relationship going? And it was a turning point for them too. And the kiss at the end was like, holy cow. (laughs) (laughs) Someone turn on the fans because this is getting real hot in here. (laughs) Like, did not realize that someone like Oliver O'Toole could be so like romantic that way, um, both on the steps and in the DLO. And mm-hmm. like every single time I see that, I'm like, whoo! <laughs> Dang, y'all. <laughs> um, so I just, I love that movie for so many reasons, and it's just one of the best. So, yeah, it's, yeah. is that the only one that made all three of our lists? Yeah. <laughs> so it's the best if it made all three of our lists then we can say that is the best science hill delivered episode yeah <laughs> of I, all time so i do have comments i uh posted and asked postables you know what their top five top five favorite episodes and movies are so if you want i can read a few of them yeah please yeah okay sweet all righty <laughs> Our pal Scott, he is a patron. Pa- patreon? Is that how we Pat- say it? Yeah, patron. Yeah. Patron. Okay, <laughs> let me start that again. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> okay, so our friend Scott, who is a patron of the, our Hallmarkies Podcast Network group on Facebook, super secret, super fun. You should join. Um, he says he'll go with moments. Um, number one, series episode, um, Edge of Forever, centering around 9-11. This is number one. Number two is um, the Christmas movie and Shane opening up um, opening up to faith. Number three is Rita's Miss Special Delivery Pageant. So he likes that storyline running throughout. Number four, Higher Ground, The Reunion of Hattie and Gabe. Number five, Lost Without You, um, The Dog Reunion. So the dog and the soldier. And then he also says the characters and the writing in the series make it so special. I look forward to each movie and I'm happy to watch them over and over. Funny side note, for years, I didn't recognize Amelia Ularup as Dale because she dyed her hair red. <laughs> Fooled me. <laughs> <laughs> so Scott, you're not alone because even as a Chesapeake Shore watcher, I did not realize that Dale was Amelia Ularup either. <laughs> which makes no sense but you know it's it's the red hair (laughs) um 
let's see here. Mary Beth, who is like the postable queen, tw- yes. Twitter queen. <laughs> um, she says SSD means so much more than most of Hallmark to postables as substance that leads to hope and healing in our lives. The writing is outstanding and makes us think the characters are flawed, but overcome struggles in real time. We watch romance unfold. They learn to forgive and grow. Um, Fatula says only five. Where to start? <laughs> so her number one is um, for Christmas. Number two, lost without you. Number three, higher ground. Number four, to the altar. Number five, from Paris with love. And her favorite moments are the porch, the swing, the porch swing scene, chapel scene, first kiss at the DLO, shawl of her proposal, tell her you have a boyfriend scene, um, first dance at the DLO. Oh, I forgot about that. That one too was like, woo, bring on yeah. the fans. <laughs> I thought they were going to kiss and I was like, you can't kiss her because you're still married and that's not good. <laughs> It did get um, pretty, pretty, pretty heated. It did, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, she says, Shane Frame, first date, so much more. Amanda Lynn, she is an admin of the Postables Facebook group. She says her top five are Higher Ground, To the Altar, From Paris with Love, For Christmas, and The Roadless Traveled. Um, Dylan says, To the Altar, Roadless Traveled, Home Again, From the Heart, For Christmas, are her top five. And um, she says, I also ran out of room. I have a lot more favorite moments. So you can read those there on Twitter. And then I'll skip over the Facebook group too, since I posted on there. Heather Barker says her favorite, her top five are Higher Ground. I'm telling you guys, Higher Ground is a very, very favorite of postables. So yeah, it's, I think we can conclusively say it is the best. Yeah. Most popular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she says also the last episode of the one hour series um, uh, to the altar and then one in a million. Um, Kiki says the dance scene in the episode, the masterpiece, and she has a sobbing emoji and then the fire emoji. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she says, where Shane and Oliver are in the DLO alone practicing their dance to Billy Joel's Oh So Vulnerable. So it goes, their facial expressions, the way they look at each other, the sensual touches in the dance, and finally the tender but also terrifying realization that they are more than just coworkers. That Oliver is in danger of breaking sacred vows that are so important to him. I literally ball every single time I see the scene. In the next movie, The Edge of Forever, that conversation on the porch where they talk about the dance, even though he claims they're just colleagues, um, so much more that shows that they are not merely coworkers, they're in danger of becoming so much more. The writing and acting in these shows and movies is truly exceptional. There's several others. If you are not, and we're running out of time to read them all. So I'm going to put a plug in for the Postables Facebook group. Postables Hallmark's Signed, Sealed, Delivered fan group. If you're not already, you can join in there and then you can read all the comments and why you know the Postables just love Signed, Sealed, Delivered and all their comments. And... You can also go on our Patreon group and also talk science deliver with yeah. all of us because I think most of us are also in postables and we are also in the planning stages of creating merch for the postables since they won our hashtag mm-hmm. t-shirt contest. Um, we have that reader shirt that we mentioned. We have the post. Uh, well, we don't have the hashtag postable shirt anymore, but maybe it'll make an appearance again soon. 
And I know Lisa, aka Girl Gone Hallmark, is creating another shirt that's super cute that I teased on the group. And that's also coming soon. And I'm sure there's more. I'm still thinking of my design because it has to be better than Rachel's, of course. (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) Um, But yeah. That's that's all I got. Awesome. Well, that's really great. Uh, so, Jessica, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, why don't you tell everybody once again about the giveaway, and then how can people enter, and uh, and how can people follow you on social media? Yeah. So, um, on the twenty second, which I believe is this Saturday, um, that's going to be the first day that you can enter into the giveaway. And I'm going to be uploading a post uh, with a video, hopefully, uh, if it works, um, on both Twitter and in the Facebook group. And um, there's going to be a question, and you'll answer that question in the comments, and that's going to be your official entry on just that post to enter into the giveaway. And then the drawing is going to be on the twenty eighth. Okay, great. So my Twitter is just J-M-B-O-S-S-E-77. That'll be great. We'll have that all in the description section as well. And uh, Casey, how can people follow you? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Hallmark My Words. Great. And you can follow me, Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media and on iTunes and YouTube. And I uh, just finished up my teen month uh, for Family Movie Night. I do Family Movie Night every single week. So if you have a family and you want video recommendations, check it out. It's pretty fun. And uh, so, yeah, I would love if you all follow me over there. And make sure you're following the podcast at Homemakers Pod and Homemakers Podcast, all of our social media and on iTunes and YouTube. And you can enter, you can be entered to win uh, one of five copies, digital copies of Love at the Shore. This is something that Lisa has started uh, that we're going to do. If you put in a review of the podcast on iTunes or on Facebook or any of the platforms, you can submit a review. And if you do that, then you can be entered to win. So that's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, we have our patron group, which is really fun. And it's just a few dollars a month to be able to get exclusives and to be part of our Facebook group where any opinions are welcome, unlike some other groups. (laughs) And uh, so we have a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, then we're going to have our merch store. So it's just really great. And thank you so much for listening. And we'd love to hear all the feedback about the postables and about the show that we love so thanks again and happy birthday <laughs> to the postables and, uh, <laughs> happy <yeah>. birthday <laughs> we will uh, we'll all talk again soon bye bye bye